Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hope you're doing absolutely fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. This is indeed the broadcast. For April the 9th, in the year of our Lord, 2022, this is indeed our one of two. And our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. What are the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips? And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. Uh, Unlike other talk shows, we are indeed live six days a week, two hours a day, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips always, promoting God, family, country, protecting life, liberty, property. It gets real simple. If it's constitutional, we love it. If it's not, we hate it. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Archives of the show can be found at libertyroundtable.com and lovingliberty.net. If you go to lovingliberty.net, you've got a bunch of incredible talk show hosts around the clock. Check that out. Also, the iPhone and the Android apps, you can download those as well. And listen on your phone free, live and on-demand radio at your fingertips. We've not only got the 24-7 radio channel, but we've also got extended uh, podcast offerings available as well that don't fit in the radio lineup, not because they're not incredible talk show hosts, uh, but because the talk show hosts vary the length of their shows, making it very difficult to play on the radio, but nevertheless, incredible content. Check those extended podcast offerings out, and also you can follow our Twitter feed and keep up on what's going on in the news. Now, I know everybody and their dogs getting banned from Twitter. This radio program, Liberty Roundtable Live, is banned from Twitter. Uh, nevertheless, understand that the uh, radio network is still not banned from Twitter. Thank heavens so far. They've challenged us a couple of times, but we've managed to stay afloat. Now, I get all the Twitter, you know, fiascos and everything else. We'll get into that as the broadcast unfolds. But first, to recap of yesterday's show, we had our guest on, Mr. Chris Carlson, with God. We can never, without God, we can never win. With God, we can never lose. The battle for liberty is the Lord's, but we can and need to be engaged in the fight, is what Chris says every week on your radio. And boy, howdy, is he spot on. We talked about an incredible fact check. Did Donald Trump build the big, beautiful border wall he promised and have Mexico pay for that wall? Just wondering. We also talked about shame. Miss Jackson confirmed to Supreme Court, um, I guess uh, Mitt Romney clapped for Miss Jackson as, her Repu- as his Republican colleagues walked out. So shame on the Republican senator from Utah. We also talked about my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And we did a book review of Ron Paul's End the Fed book, a great breakdown by Chris Carlson. We also talked about Alan Greenspan. Even Alan Greenspan admits that moral hazard and fraud are the key critical failure issues in the Federal Reserve reality. That was hour one. Hour two, we had on Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com, his website, his whole collegiate goal, or his whole goal in collegiate series, I should say, is called to preserve the nation. To preserve the nation. It's all at freedomsrisingsun.com. Check that out. 
We also talked about Utah Governor Spencer Cox to change Utah's nickname from the Beehive State to the Be Kind State. Now, I get being kind, but I don't think Spencer Cox is very kind. Yeah, Utah Governor Cox declares his transgender preferred pronouns to middle school students. Again, shame on the perversion, ladies and gentlemen. What are your pronouns, ladies and gentlemen? You know, I've been talking to people about pronouns. Are you just allowed to use pronouns? Or can I write a paragraph about who I am? See? What if I said, um, son of God? Is that a pronoun? No, don't call me, ladies and gentlemen. Say no, Sam. In correct English, it's not a pronoun. I understand. I'm making a point. Are we stuck? Are we, are we relegated to just pronouns? Or can I have phrases and slogans and paragraphs and emojis? And uh, can I document who I am in a book? Can I document how I, den- I identify in a book? Son of God, alpha male, right? And if you believe the lies about me, then they'd say white supremacist. Uh, you know, hard right extremist. Uh, whose terms are we going to use? The ones I define for myself or the ones they define for me? And do, are we relegated to just pronouns or can I have whole paragraphs about me? God-fearing patriot who loves his wife and children. An incredible God, family, and country man to the core. You know, what can I have? What can I identify as? Right? Can I just do a bio? The United Nations says that half of world's pregnancies are unintended pregnancies. And then they frame an unintended pregnancy, ladies and gentlemen, as a global crisis. Wow. The Trump administration had stopped U.S. funding for the U. uh, What is this thing? The UFPMA or whatever it is. It's the United Nations Population Fund. Yeah, the Asian or the agency was complicit in backing the communist Chinese one-child policy, but of course Joe reinstated the funding for the agency that Trump got rid of. The UNFPA can be described as the United Nations Reproductive Health and Rights Agency. Do you want one of those on the global level? Well, we got one. Biden significantly boosts funding for the UN agency complicit in Human Rights Abuses, Dateline, Washington, D.C., CFAM, and others, I guess, uh, are talking about the released White House budget for 2023 request $56 million for the U.N. population organization. And uh, anyway, it wants to promote all that stuff. That's Joe Biden for you. Oreo Cookie released a new ad on Monday that celebrates a young man coming out as gay, telling his family, mom helping him, uh, grandma freaking out, and sister grabs a cookie and leaves the table. Uh, why is the um, Oreo cookie folks promoting the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender lifestyle? New York City Mayor Eric Adams launched a campaign against Florida, urging residents to move to New York City. Why? It's over the Florida's, what they say, don't say gay bill, really t- teaching perversion to children. So now you got the mayor literally saying, hey, come to New York if you want to double down in perversion. It's amazing. We finished by talking about in 1967, the year I was born. I don't know if you know this, but the 1st of April, the United States Department of Transportation was created, and 
begins operation. And then later that year on the 7th of November, Lyndon B. Johnson signs the Public Broadcasting Act of 1967, creating the Public Broadcasting Network. In other words, government radio and TV that I got to fund with my tax dollars and then compete with on the stage, right? I mean, it's just a shame. Anyway, that was an interesting little flashback to 1967, 50, almost 55 years ago. Wow. Thanks so much. That was the recap of yesterday's show. News the Network's Refused to Use today starts now. I want to introduce our guest, and then she can help me break down uh, some of the other stories and news that we're seeing today. Ladies and gentlemen, her name is Annie, or Ann Ubelis. And Ann Ubelis uh, is a well-known talk host in her own right of a radio program called Southern Sense. Southern-Sense.com. If you want to go ahead and uh, check out the website, learn more, download the archives, uh, etc. And welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Good morning. And I have an audience of all of five people. I'm real popular. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about it. What do you think of the, the summary of the news? Anything you want to pick up on and mention real quick? Oh, geez. Uh, why don't we start off with the UN population, whatever that is. The, or I would call it Planned Parenthood on steroid globally. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, Joe Biden wants to fund it, fund it to the tune of $56 billion, uh, million dollars. Uh, and uh, Donald Trump tried to shut that down. Really, what it is is it's global population control funded by the taxpayers. Uh, and it's, as you say, Planned Parenthood on steroids. But that's exactly what it is, Anne. Well, c- catch me if I'm right or wrong. But did not we have our federal government say no money to Planned Parenthood? So if there's no money going to Planned Parenthood, why are our tax dollars going to Planned Parenthood globally on steroids? Uh, because you've got 96,000 ways to, to fund and promote murder. Uh, and uh, just because you stop one, they've still got so many others going that it's just a, a drop in the bucket. Uh, and you've got literally the deep state controllers uh, that have been added on the Republican and the Democrat side for so long, Ann, uh, that there's so many programs going on, we ain't even scratched the surface. Once you get rid of the Planned Parenthood funding, once you get rid of this um, UN, whatever it is, uh, population fund, PFA or whatever, okay, once you get rid of that, you'll find out you got 50 other ways to fund pro-death, pro-war, pro-whatever, Um and, and you'll just be working at it, working at it, working at it, because they've allowed this stuff to grow up around us for our whole lifetimes, Anne. Well, that's the problem. We have a moral decay. It started after the World War II. actually started long before that. Uh, but with the rise of socialism here in the United States, the moral decay, the only way they can destroy our society is destroy our trust in God and in each other and our trust in life. Ladies and gentlemen, Annie Ubelis is with me. Quick pause. We're going to come back and talk about her talk show, a little bit about who she is. Where did she grow up? Who's Ann? And then we'll talk about her show, Southern Sense in Seconds, on Liberty Roundtable Live. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, 
breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking to Ann, Annie Ubelis. We're talking about, uh, she's a talk show host. She does a show called Southern Sense which we'll talk about in a minute. But, Ann, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you grew up, and uh, how you got started in radio. Oh, wow. <laughs> where do you start? Um, I was actually a native New Yorker, but uh, I am now living in the Carolinas. Um, I went to public school, and I had a guidance counselor, uh, as I was getting ready to graduate, tell me uh, that the best thing I could do in my life was to take secretarial courses and marry my boss. Um, that went over like a wow. lead balloon, as you would believe. And the true story is a true story. Uh, yeah, that, two years that was later, certainly the the typical stereo or stereotypical reality uh, that they pushed, and then they claim we're the racists, right? Right, right, we're right. The, we're the misogynists. We're the. And it's like, wow, are you kidding me right now? Well, <laughs> well, I can forgive him because he's the football coach. <laughs> that says a lot. Uh, but two years later, I had a degree in business administration. Uh, I took out a loan, uh, and I bought into a travel agency. I had 13 part-time employees. And two years later, I'm walking into the same high school for the night courses, and I see him, and he was running the program. He goes, oh, I see you're going to take my advice. And I smiled my sweetest little smile, batted my eyelashes, and I said, no, Mr. Hotchkiss, I'm here to teach one of your courses. And you would have seen his jaw hit, jaw hit the floor. And I just never stopped. 
All right. And so what have you done for your your career? How long did you run your travel agency? Do you still run that? No, no, no. That was back in, got that back in 278. I sold my share in 82. Went on to manage a law firm, a mid-sized law firm in New York. Uh, left there because I got recruited by American Express to work for their business travel. Went from Garden City, New York, up to Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, I was married to a Marine at the time. So he was being transferred up there. I worked for American Express. He was I never your boss, though, was he? No. Okay, no, just no. checking. All right. No. Even though I did 10 bar at one point in the Marine Corps Club, the NCO Club. Could drink quite a few Marines under the table back then. <laughs> I don't know about now. <laughs> All right. So uh, are but, you an attorney? No, no, no. No, I did manage the law firm, but no, I'm yeah, not so an attorney. The, the reason I say that, though, is it's kind of a little funny story. I've got a friend who uh, his parents kept telling him to get a degree, but he was too entrepreneurial and he didn't want to get a degree. But he eventually, um, in the business that he ran, he hired some doctors because they were part of the uh, employee staff and everything. And so then he calls up his parents and he said, hey, I got a degree. And they're like, oh, God, <laughs> how'd that? And he goes, yeah, I hired him. <laughs> And so it kind of kind of reminds me a little bit about that. Um, uh, you know, you well, may not be an attorney, but you you know, hey, um, I, I I you know got a bunch of law degrees working for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, after American Express, I was climbing the corporate ladder, and I was just getting pissed off with the corporate attitude. And uh, I wonder why I had taken I had taken the exam for NYPD, and I finally said, "That's it. I I've got to change." And I called the recruiter, and he says, we've been trying to reach you. And within a week, I was packed up and heading to the police academy. Wow. And did you graduate from the police academy? Oh, absolutely. I retired. Uh, actually, I was injured in the line of duty, so they said, have a nice life. Here's your pension. Um, by then, I had met my um, soon-to-be second husband. Oh, actually, he was my second husband by that point when I retired. And we said, time to get out of New York. Uh, we didn't like the way it was leaning all the way to the left in many areas. And I said, if Hillary Clinton is elected senator, we're out of here before she gets sworn in. And a few <laughs> days before, true story, a few days before she got sworn in, Super Bowl Sunday, 2001, we were living in the Carolinas. And uh, my husband, uh, he was a printer, so I helped him in the printing. I did the graphic arts for him, the sales. Uh, he later on wanted to become the locksmith. I helped him do that. And then finally he became a home inspector. I helped him do that, and I worked beside him with that. Uh, actually, you know, I did all the reports and found the clients. Uh, but along the way, he was clowning around with a friend one night and said, let's do a radio show. And one day he and I decided to try it out. Our sh first show was about flatulence. <laughs> and that's how we started. Uh, there you go. And he's still your co-host now, right? Unfortunately, he passed away last year. Oh, he passed away. I'm so sorry. All right, but you yeah. do have a co-host, right? Oh, yes, I do. I have Curtis, uh, known as C.S. Bennett. Uh, he's the author of now 29 different books, and one of them is possibly being made into a movie. He's been working with um, C.L. Bryant on that. Uh, seeing by the way, C.L. Bryant is syndicated uh, by the network that I'm on as well. I know C.L. well. Uh, he's been a guest many times on our show. Love it. Okay. So I've been doing this now uh, 12 years. Wow. That's, that's quite a while now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and, and you, along with the rest of us, joke and say you have five listeners. How did you come up with the name Southern Sense? It's something my husband came up with. You know, we were trying to figure out. He goes, well, we're here in the South, and we want to give people a sense of what the South is about and, you know, a little sense of humor. So that's how it started. But as we were doing it, um, a lot of people started calling in and asking questions along the conservative line. And I said, well, people want conservative politics. They're hungry for it. And that's how it was born. We started off half an hour, then an hour, then two hours, twice a week. And then now I do a full three hours, uh, one day a week. Three hours, one day a week. Ladies and gentlemen, the site is southern-sense.com. Uh, so is it radio or is it TV or both? Well, I do uh, the podcast, which I also then... I'm still working on doing the video end on it, so it's a little crude, but it goes up onto Facebook and YouTube so people can see, as well as, you know, listen in. All right, so the podcast is radio in the beginning, but then you also make the video files available? Yeah, it's it's all simulcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, she does it herself. Who who helps you? Do you have engineers and people around you that help you with all this? Uh, I've got a cat named Puppy that helps me. Wait a minute. <laughs> you got a cat named what? Puppy. She's are baby puppy. puppy named, are you going to get a puppy named Cat? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Southern Sense. So you grew up in New York. You moved to the South. Was it weird at first? No, no, no. Actually, uh, the moment we walked downtown, it was very similar to where we lived uh, on Long Island. And I looked at my husband and said, honey, I'm home. And we never looked back. Uh, do you live in a small town in the south or a big one? Uh, I'd say it's a fairly large. It's the seat of the county. Um, the, there's the city on one side of the bridge, and I'm in the unincorporated area. So the county's pretty large. Right now, we're uh, Congressional District 1. That's Nancy Mace. It's a very heated seat right now. And uh, I have a funny feeling we're going to be unseating Nancy Mace. You think the conservatives are going to have a reinsurgence? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. My problem is I, I, I hope they do because I believe they're a lot better than, than, say, the Democratic side of things to some degree. The problem that I'm having is, you know, this left-right paradigm we've been deceived into for so long. Well, and you almost made it. Well, and at least your guy's a better guy than the other guy, lesser of two evils. And we go on and on with this left-right paradigm when the truth is it's the deep state, the swamp against the rest of us. Um, it seems like that's really the battle. And the problem is it's very difficult to know who's who. Yeah, it is. And uh, Nancy Mace ran once before. Um, that's when uh, Mark Sanford won. And at that point, Mark Sanford seemed to be very, very conservative, especially when he was governor. And he ended up being a, a bit of a disappointment, to say the least. And many yeah, a night. Did he disappear I, with a chick somewhere? And, uh, that I was when right. he was governor. That was yeah. the, his Arizona uh, bombshell. That's I'm not Arizona. Said, Argentina. Argentina. Pretty decent there. And then you kind of go, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, um, I was up at the governor's mansion on his last Christmas party before he left office. And he was just standing in the corner. And I'm like, you know, Mark. <laughs> he goes, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I would text him. You know, he had gone to my church, so I knew I know him. So, you know, I would text him back and forth. And when they were going for Speaker of the House, 
I'm debating him. And he's saying, well, don't know if this was done six weeks ago behind closed doors. And that's your swamp. And, and that's kind of what I'm talking about is, you know what? It's so hard. You know, for example, you say, well, we got to just get the Republicans in power. Well, they did that and they didn't get the wall built. Huh. They didn't get the uh, uh, Obamacare, which is really probably rightly called Romney care. Uh, they didn't get that shut down. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things they promised. I mean, the education department, since the days of Reagan, they were telling us they were going to get rid of that. Now the education department's in bed with the IRS, the FBI, and the CIA, and the Justice Department calling your average soccer mom a terrorist. I mean, it's insanity. Ladies and gentlemen, Annie Ubellis with me. Southern-sense.com. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The United States says Russia is trying to recruit over 60,000 more troops for its invasion of Ukraine. A senior U.S. defense official saying Russia is trying to reinforce their invasion troops through new recruits and reservists. At least 52 people killed, many of them children, when a missile struck a train station in eastern Ukraine Friday. Russia claims it wasn't their missiles, but in his nightly address, Ukrainian President Zelensky vehemently rejects that. We are anticipating a solid global reaction to this war crime. Like mass killings in Bucha, like many other Russian war crimes, the missile strike on Kramatorsk must become one of the charges at the tribunal that will be for sure. The president has nothing on his public schedule for Saturday. USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-9336. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-9336. 800-444-9336. The Federal Aviation Administration said on Friday it wants to impose its largest ever fines on two airline passengers involved in violent incidents last summer. The FAA has proposed a civil penalty of just under $82,000 against a passenger who struck a flight attendant on the head, tried to open a cabin door and headbutted and spit and tried to kick crew members and passengers even after she was placed in flexible handcuffs. The FAA also seeking a fine of just over $77,000 against a woman who tried to open a cabin door, 
during a flight and bite another passenger repeatedly before she was restrained by the crew. The Idaho Supreme Court on Friday temporarily blocked a new state law that would ban abortions after about six weeks of pregnancy and allow the law to be enforced through lawsuits. The lawsuit means the law won't go into effect as planned on April 22nd. USA Radio News. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Informative, fun, irreverent, and politically incorrect, ladies and gentlemen. You never know where they're going to go, ladies and gentlemen. But you'll love the journey. Southern Sense is the talk show. Annie is with us. And ladies and gentlemen, all I can tell you is... People are making a difference in this country, and they're doing a great job at it. And Annie's one of them. Her website, southern-sense.com, and uh, she does this talk show. Uh, what do you call yourself, Annie the, the Chickadee? Uh, yeah, uh, that's a bit of a long story. Originally, it was the Radio Chick, which is my husband came up with that. And then I got a phone call from some woman, actually a couple of messages and phone call, rather nasty. And uh, she goes, I'm known as the Radio Chicken. I am trademarked. I'm like, okay. I had been doing this for, ooh, about eight years at that point, And you finally realize there's someone else out there with that moniker. So after going back and forth, I said, let me, let me just, I'm, I'm not even going to get into this pissing contest. Uh, she may even have an audience of all of two. <laughs> so I just said, let's just compromise. And you got and I'm five, gonna... so hey now. <laughs> So I said, let's let's compromise. I'll be the chickadee. <laughs> That's okay. All right. There you go. Annie the chickadee on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. Now, here's the interesting thing. She jokes and mentions that one lady has two and she has five, and we've always joked. You know, when they want to attack us, they um, literally pretend we have nobody listening. On the other hand, why do they attack us if we have nobody listening? And the truth is because they don't uh, want to admit. <clears throat> but in their very attacks, they acknowledge the fact that, hey, people love conservative talk. People love who we are and what we do. Uh, and Annie, the radio chickadee, if you will, and then her uh, co-host, Curtis, or if you will, C.S. Bennett, you know, people love the candid conversation that we have. People love Southern culture. People love um, the conservative viewpoints that we have. That's why conservative talk does so well. Uh, and liberal talk doesn't really do very well for the most part, Anne. No, no, unfortunately it doesn't. You know, you need to get both sides out there. But uh, people are hungry for true American values. That of honesty, hard work, loyalty, good moral fiber, God and country. God first, country next. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there's a question on Ann's website that I saw that I really want to bring up to her and ask her about because I find it intriguing right now. It relates to the 22 elections, and on her website it says this. Can America be saved? 2022 elections alert. First off, do you think there was election fraud, Ann? Um, there's a bear <clears throat> in the woods. <laughs> Yeah, that's the problem. See, everybody in America knows there was election fraud. 
the liberals are deceiving themselves when they want you to believe that they think that there's not vote fraud and they think you're crazy for vote fraud. Everybody knows there is, Ann. Even the liberals, even the extremists who lie and prevent and attack us, and they all know there's vote fraud. Ann? Well, I want to know whatever happened to that uh, tractor-trailer uh, uh, cargo that went from Long Island, New York, with all these Georgia ballots in it, down to Atlanta, and then just disappeared. Where, where did that tractor trailer, and why were votes coming from New York that were Georgia ballots? No one's answered that question. Uh, no one answered why they were uh, actually videotaped feeding the same ballot into the counter over and over again. No one's asked that question. There's a lot of questions. Yeah, but it doesn't make any difference because, hey, there's no vote fraud. You're just unhinged and crazy. See, that's how they kind of lie and go about this. But, ladies and gentlemen, you know what? The new media is taking center stage. We are gaining the upper hand, whether they admit it or not. And I believe America can be saved. What do you say, Ann? I do, too. I always have hope. I always believe in the end, as in Revelations, we win in the end. So... I'm just going by what the Bible says. Revelations, we're going to go through a trial and tribulation, but in the end, we win. All right. Amen to that reality check. Uh, is your co-host as conservative as you are? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He's also a Navy veteran. We always appreciate veterans and their work for America, that's for sure. Um, so when you say, can America be saved, how are we going to save it? What do you think? How do, how's it going to happen? One vote at a time, one mind at a time. We're starting with taking our schools back. If we can control the education and not government and not what we're seeing now with critical race theory and the sexual indoctrination of our children, uh, it's actually a sexual recruitment is what they're doing. I mean, how yeah, can you? That's a grooming and recruitment plan, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but how how can you tell a five-year-old that they're gender fluid? Um, the kid is going to be looking for an adult to lead them, to guide them, to nurture them, to love them. And this adult is giving them this idea in their head at the age of five. What little boy says, hey, the babysitter is painting her fingernails. Can I paint mine? Or what little girl says, oh, he's playing baseball. Why can't I play? We all do that. And by the time you're an adult, you're set in who you are. You decide by the time you're graduating high school which side of the fence you're going to sit on. And less than 1% end up saying, well, I'm questioning my, my sexuality. Less than one? But yet you're going to do this to every single child? Well, we're not going to have another generation coming up behind these kids because you're going to ruin them, and they're not going to have kids. So what are you going to do? Allow illegals to come in to repopulate the country. Yes, and the latest headline says this. <clears throat> New Jersey is preparing to teach, quote, gender identity to second graders as part of the state's, quote, new sex education standards that will take effect in fall 2022. Second grade public school, school students in New Jersey are expected to understand and deal with the complicated 21st century gender uh, I would call manipulation tactics, Anne. I mean, they haven't even gone through puberty yet. And what girl or boy going through puberty hates their body? 
I mean, you get pimples, you question what's happening, your hormones are raging. What healthy child going through puberty is going to say, I can't stand myself? We all do that. And then you come out of it and you go, wow, I'm really fantastic. But you do that to a kid that hasn't even reached puberty yet? What happens when they do reach puberty? And you then rip out all of their organs to rearrange their bodies so that by the time they're an adult, they're going, what the hell happened? This is sick. This is child abuse. It is sick. But you know what? It's beyond governments and beyond government schools doing this. Disney literally at the center of all this, ladies and gentlemen. So not only is New Jersey doing this, but the headline also says Disney is reportedly assisting employees and their children with sex change and gender affirmation procedures. In other words, sex change operations. They say through the company's benefits program, the company's, quote, benefits team is reportedly authoring resources and guides to help employees transitioning to the opposite gender, as well as information for employees' children who are transitioning. Uh, I guess there's a um, a video put out that was shared by a Manhattan Institute senior fellow, Christopher Rufo. Uh, and uh, this is just sick stuff. Disney is in into this up into their eyeballs and now walt disney is turning over in his grave and parents very smartly are turning off the disney channel they're saying if there's any disney stuff in the house it's gone it's out disney nothing to do with disney they're also now going after netflix and some of these other uh, things that you find on cable or satellite tv they're turning it off and parents are saying, no, this is my child. I have the right to decide what they learn and what they watch and who their friends are. It is my responsibility until that child becomes an adult could make their own, own decisions. But you keep your hands off. And we're seeing it school board after school board. And you're seeing parent after parent saying, oh, this is what they're teaching. COVID in a way, the lockdowns in a way was a blessing because parents had no idea what their children were being taught. Now that the parent had to be involved in the child's education physically, on the spot, they're learning and they're saying, oh no, we're, we're putting our foot down, oh no. And there's a 1776 project pack out there. They're going after, and they're gonna take every single school board back as they can. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about Alabama. Speaking of the South, coming up in seconds, this is Sam Bushman, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about the incredible com, um, Southern Dash Sense radio program with Annie Ubelis on your radio. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. 
the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because it gets spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church, rather it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Gentlemen, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, riding shotgun on the broadcast today, Annie Ubellis. She's a talk show host in her own right of a program called Southern Sense, southern-sense.com. It's conservative talk with Annie the Radio Chickadee and her co-host, Curtis, or if you will, C.S. Bennett, multi, uh, just call him a serial author, if you will. Uh, their show is informative, fun, irreverent, and politically incorrect, ladies and gentlemen. You never know where they're going to go, but you're going to enjoy the journey, is the, what they like to say. And we really got to ask ourselves, can America be saved? I think it can, but we got to do it one vote, one person, one issue at a time, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, New Jersey is preparing to teach children this chan- transgender perversion. Disney doubling down and helping with, um, I don't even know how to say this stuff. With a straight face on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <clears throat> genital surgeries, uh, etc. To me, it's it's literally weaponizing this uh, agenda against children. It is a crime uh, of epic proportions. Disney involved uh, to their eyeballs. New Jersey involved to their eyeballs. But the culture war continues, ladies and gentlemen. It rages on unabated. Alabama. Now, the Alabama, the Alabama legislature passed a bill on Thursday criminalizing sex change treatments for children, including what they call puberty blockers. Those are pills that, you know, change your hormones or manipulate your hormones, cross-sex hormones, and sex change surgeries. The bill, if signed by Governor Kay Ivey, would treat the castration of children and other sex change treatments as Class C felonies, which, according to Politico, carry a penalty of up to 10 years in prison. That's for medical practitioners who carry this out. Um, This is serious business. The battle is being waged, and people are picking sides very rapidly, Anne. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And state by state, we're coming through with similar laws. 
Um, we've already discussed this with our state attorney general. I saw him just a couple of weekends ago. Uh, we know that Florida has now the parental uh, act that they just passed, or as they call it, don't say gay. Um, we're starting to take back. And there are groups such as mine, because I still run a Tea Party. Since 2009, we have kept it active, and we meet monthly. And we're starting to see other similar groups starting to pop back up again. As you notice, Sarah Palin steps back into the political arena to run for Congress the queen of the tea parties. Now, what do you think of that? You know, on one hand, we think Sarah Palin's great. On the other hand, look, she was vetted and picked by John McCain of all deep swamp folks. Uh, You know, I know he's not alive now, the late McCain, but he was the deep swamp guy himself, if you will. He's kind of like a Romney of the Republicans, so to speak. Uh, I think Sarah is much more conservative than, say, a McCain but I'm concerned again. It, 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 you know, Trump endorsed her. But how do you know who the good guys are and the bad guys are? How do we not get snookered? You have to carefully vet, and that's why you need groups like ours that take candidates, invite them in, and start asking the hard questions. That's what you have to do. Don't let them just do their speech. Ask them those hard questions. Where do you stand on this? And that's why I love bringing the candidates on to the show, because we won't hold back. We will ask the hard questions. And uh, that's the only way. Shows like yours, shows like mine that will invite them on and say, all right, where do you stand on term limits? Uh, Where do you stand on gun control? Where do you stand on abortion? Where do you stand on Title IX? These are the questions we have to ask. And then when they give the answer, hold them to it. Because if they let you down, let them know just how upset you are. You write those letters, make those phone calls, send those text messages to that person and let them know. Let them their office know. Even if there was is one locally, walk in. Give them your name. Tell them your stance on, on the position and why you either support or don't support that individual. And they make a note of how many people make those phone calls. We've got to make more phone calls than the swamp does. We've got to make more emails, more letters than the swamp does. We want to let them know we are the majority and silent no more. And ladies and gentlemen, this is really the key. You know, we've had fads and what happens is when people get incensed, they get involved. And then a year or two or three later, uh, we lose. We've got to look at the long view here. We've got to play the long game. We've got to say, look, we're here day in and day out, steady as a rock. We're going to create accountability. Uh, we're going to re, uh, you know, reinstate the idea that we're in charge. We are engaged. We're not going away. Okay, these are the things that make success. So when you guys meet monthly, how large is your group at, at the Tea Party now? Because a lot of people have kind of forgotten about the Tea Parties, right? Well, we range, well, between the email and the Facebook page, about 600 on that. Uh, our meetings can range anywhere from a dozen to 35. We meet in a small restaurant, so we are limited to the size of you know, the group that comes in. Um, but the, like I said, the emailing list, uh, we have right now a campaign going on in the state of South Carolina uh, for Newsmax uh, because they got dropped from some of the TV providers. So like you said, you got to think long game. And when an issue comes up, be willing to take that step and make your voice heard. So right now we're letting these providers know we want One American News back. We want Newsmax back. 
Ladies and gentlemen, that's really the key to the exercise, folks. And, you know, you can say, hey, that's a small group. And, and what I would say to that is, ladies and gentlemen, that's how the Founding Fathers worked. They worked in small but effective groups. They were tireless in their defense of liberty. They set brush fires of freedom everywhere they went. And it caught on. And people understood. And that's what uh, Annie and her co-host, uh, C.S. Bennett, are asking people to do. Hey, you know what? you got to get involved. You can make a difference. You can really change the game. When New Jersey, the government there, when Disney, uh, you know, is fighting this and promoting the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, whatever, um, you know, Alabama's fighting it. Ann's fighting it. We're fighting it. We can make a difference, folks, but we've got to put in the work. You've got to put in the time, the effort, the involvement. Uh, anything worthwhile is worth fighting for, Ann. Well, not only that, I would say add on, find other groups around that are like-minded and begin to work with them. It doesn't mean you have to agree with them 100% of the time, but when you have an issue you do agree on, get a hold of them and start working on a plan so that you can work united. We work with the county GOP. We work with a couple of other groups that are also GOP in the county, Uh, the men's federation, the women's coalition. We unite when there is a message we can all unite behind. And we exchange information. If we have a resolution we want to put before the county GOP, we will work with them on that. Not only that, get involved in your GOP. Find out who your precinct president and chairman are, because the chairman is the one that votes on all issues for your local GOP. I'm the chair for my precinct. So I get to work on the Resolution Commission as well as on voting issues. So, you know, know what's going on and let them know. When I joined the local GOP, my former state representative wanted to know why. And I says, you're swinging too far to the center. I want to bring you back to the right. She was insulted. And I says, no, I want to come back to what we claim to stand for. When we say the Republican creed, I want it to be true and to mean something. So you don't fight just on one fight, one front. Find all the other areas you can help in. Are you familiar with Sheriff Richard Mack and the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association? Uh, Sheriff Mack, yeah, I get his emails. All right, write that down. I'm the operations director for the CSPOA. Uh, And I work with Sheriff Mack on a lot, a lot, a lot of issues. And that's one group that's making quite a big difference. They're doing training across the United States to help people keep their oaths of office. Uh, There's a lot going on with Sheriff Richard Mack. And and keep up to date on what we're doing. Uh, We can be a great resource for you as well, Ann. Uh, Last story that I want to get your take on. You won't see Will Smith at the Oscars. Nope. (laughs) They kicked him out for 10 years. But Academy's boards does not strip him of his award, so he can't go to the event, but he can still win Oscars. I submit to you that this was an agenda to gain ratings for all of them. Uh, This wasn't a legitimate uh, slap. Nobody arrested anybody. You got black-on-black crime on national TV, and all they say is, hey, you know what? You can win an Oscar. You just can't go to the Oscars now. Um, What kind of a punishment is that? It almost means that, that Will will have this in the news for promotion for some time to come. Now there's a big group saying free will. Because <laughs> poor Will, trapped by free the Oscars. You know, 
Was it, wasn't that a movie Free Willy? Willy? Yeah, they couldn't they couldn't make a more perfect way to keep continue their promotion out of this. And that's what makes me believe it's not genuine. This is a psyop, ladies and gentlemen. Your thoughts, Anne? I, the second I saw that, I said it had to be staged. First off, if someone comes up to you aggressively, raises their hand, you don't keep your hands behind the back. You don't. He, he didn't even take a step backwards. So I'm sorry. If someone raises their hand, I'm going immediately into defensive mode. And Chris Rock did not do that. And not only that, the slap was an open-handed slap. If he was really as ticked off and wanted his manhood back... Yeah, he would have punched him. Come on now. Thank you. Thank you. I was just going to say that. It would have been a closed fist. Uh, But you can slap him. That way you don't do any real pain. But yet you can get all this on national TV. Then you defend it as just a slap, not a fist. And then what you do is you just keep it in the news forever. And they all get promoted out of this over and over and over. And there go the ratings. Will's wife gets promoted, even though she's a, a weirdo herself. You get the pharmaceutical companies making these hair products promoted. You get Will promoted. You get Chris promoted. You get the Oscars promoted. Everybody wins there, Ann. Yeah, the ratings go up because no one was watching. <laughs> and you know what? I don't think anyone's going to watch next year where they realize it was all a setup. It was a Jesse Smollett. Ooh, Will Smith and Jesse Smollett. You know, the question becomes who was in the nowhere is really the issue, though. Was it just Chris? And Will, was it Will and some, uh, you know, pharmaceutical companies and Chris didn't know? Who knew when, where, what? And, you know, I don't know that we'll ever be able to dig to the bottom of that and get the answers. There was Did no arrest made. There's no real accountability. Anne. Watch how the cameras followed him. They knew to focus in on him before he even got all the way up to Chris Rock. How did they know how to do that? Well, a little heads up never hurt anybody, Ann. <laughs> You know, it reminds me of that that buddy of uh, uh, Donald Trump's. What's his name right now? Uh, anyway, he uh, got raided by the FBI in the morning, and all of a sudden, CNN was just there on Johnny on the spot there, and right. Oh, uh, 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 I've had him on the show, Roger Stone. You're talking about yeah, Roger Stone. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've had How him did on that the show. all happen? It's the same scenario. How do they keep getting tipped off on all these incredible events? You know, <laughs> magic. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Annie Ubellis with us, doing a great job. She's known as the Radio Chickadee, or Annie Ubellis, doing a great job. She and her co-host do a broadcast called southern-sense.com. Check it out. They're making a difference in the Carolinas. They're keeping the Tea Party alive, and they realize the solutions for America. And thanks so much. Thank you. There she goes, Annie Annie, uh, Ubellis, doing a great job on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. For Annie, Sam Bushman. And all of you, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Top the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. 
Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, continues now, ladies and gentlemen. This is the broadcast for April the 9th of the year of our Lord, 2022. This is indeed hour two of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country. Last hour, we had an incredible guest on Annie Ubellis, or Annie Ubellis. She's also known as the Radio Chickadee. And uh, she does an incredible talk show. She's the talk show host of a talk show called Southern-Sense.com. And Southern Sense is conservative talk with Annie the Radio Chickadee. And then uh, Ubellis and her co-host, C.S. Bennett, also known as Curtis. Uh, he's a serial author, if you will, as well. And their show is informative, fun, irreverent, and politically incorrect. You never know where they're going to go, but you're going to enjoy the journey getting there. That's for sure, they claim. And, uh, you know, Anne does a great job. She understands conservative principles. She still leads one of the great Tea Party organizations in her area. And you know what? Whether it's Tea Party, whether it's uh, CSPOA groups, whether it's, uh, you know, we all got to just meet continually, folks. Campaign for Liberty groups, Eagle Forum groups, John Birch Society groups, the list goes on and on. But all those groups working together can absolutely move the needle on conservative values. We got the culture war going on in an extreme way right now. Folks, can America be saved? That's the question on Ann's website. She believes the answer is yes. 22 elections are one of the great keys, and we got to have honesty in the vote. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to dig in at your precinct and demand transparency and accountability. That is the answer. Uh, you know, Michael, um, the My Pillow guy, and others, uh, Donald Trump, many others are really focusing on this election stuff, and I think they're right. It's critical. It's necessary, ladies and gentlemen. If we want to save America, we've got to save elections. One of the key fundamentals. Uh, of liberty, being involved in uh, electing your representation. Really critical stuff, folks. Anyway, New Jersey preparing to teach kids transgender perversion. Disney doubling down and teaching perversion, promoting perversion in all their films. And now we find out Disney is reportedly assisting employees and their children with sex change and sex gender affirmation is what they call it, procedures. I would call them procedures perversion procedures i think it's child abuse but they say through the company's benefits program ladies and gentlemen the company's benefits team is really literally authoring resources and guides to help employees and their children transition to the opposite gender ladies and gentlemen as well as providing information for employees children who are transitioning that's according to a new video put out shared by manhattan institute senior fellow christopher Rufo, uh, and all I'm telling you is this just shows what a situation we've got. Alabama, the legislature there, making it a Class C felony up to 10 years in prison if you promote these sex change treatments and gender, they would say affirming surgeries, but what they really are is um, uh, genital manipulation. Uh, yeah, genital manipulation surgery. It's criminalized. It's criminal, folks. That's really the bottom line is, folks, are we going to stand up when you when you castrate children, when you do all these different weird, um, I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, genital surgeries, uh, what do you call them? You know, these, these sur- gender surgeries are, are 
criminal. You know, the Muslims do this too, where they'll literally destroy the female body parts of a woman so that she can't uh, live normally. I don't know how to, <laughs> I don't know how to respond to this, but it's perversion big time. Uh, anyway, you won't see Will Smith at the Oscars there. They're going to kick him out for 10 years, but they don't strip him of his award. And they say, of course, he can win the Oscars going forward. So that's no problem. And you look at this last hour news we covered and you go, man, this is ground zero in the culture war. I, I, I kid you not, this gender um, discussion. You're going to follow God and follow the science or what are you going to do, right? Uh, and this, this gender battle is like ground zero right now. The abortion industry, pro-life, pro-death and the gender issue Really, they're, they get top billing, right? Um, I don't even know how to respond to this. Right? What is it? Gender? Genital? Uh, what surgery would it be? Right? Mutilation? <laughs> is that what you call it? Gender, genital mutilation surgery, female genital mutilation, but now they're doing it for men and women. They call it genital modification of mutilation, female genital, genital uh, mutilation, reconstructive surgery, is that what they're calling it? Genital, genital mutilation is sex reassignment surgery genital mutilation? See, I would say the answer is yes, it is. Yeah. They say a sex reassignment surgery would not be considered genital or female genital mutilation if the person who it is performed on is over 18 and requests a consent to the procedure. There you go. I don't even know how to deal with this. They call it female genital mutilation. FGM is the term they use for this stuff, folks. Uh, I don't know why we even are debating this with these people. See, they want to say, no, it's not genital mutilation if people agree to it. Well, define agree to it. <laughs> when is a person agreeing to it versus when are they not? Genital, genital mutilation, FGM, <clears throat> is criminal. Where do you go? And are we going to allow the science to, to support this? How do you uh, deal with this? folks i really want to know fgm is what they're calling it genital mutilation fgm that's female genital mutilation right uh, what about male is it instead of fgm is it what mgm male genital mutilation 
I don't know how to cope with this. Cameron, help me. How do we deal with these kinds of discussions? We are so apart on this. Meaning the traditionalists, the America, whatever you want to, the male and female, the Christians. Uh, are we OC, the original Christians? Is that the defining group on one side of the deal? Then the GLBT on the other side? We're so far apart on this. I'm calling it child abuse. I'm calling it genital mutilation. I'm calling it a criminal act, and so is the state of Alabama. But yet, on the other side of the coin, they're saying, hey, this is normal. And, you know, um, you got the government, and you've got Disney, and you've got all these groups promoting this. Right? When sin becomes the normal, we end up with tyranny. There's no doubt about that reality, Cameron. You're right. But FGM and MGM, are they similar? People are asking. They're very different in several ways, they say. Now, listen, here's what I find fascinating. Here's what I find fascinating. They say FGM and MGM are way different. You want to know why, Cameron? Because the female uh, mutilation is on a female. And the male Mutilation is on a male. See, they're different. How do they say they're different, though, when they're primarily the ones saying you can be whatever you want, right? (laughs) I'm just like, what? Cameron says playing God is a very dangerous game. Amen to that reality. Anytime FGM or female genital mutilation hits the news in the United States, People typically respond with revulsion. Follow the discussion about this issue far enough, and you're also likely to come across the idea that FGM is wrong. And uh, male children should not have their genitals cut either. How about circumcision? Is that MGM? What do you say? Because the comparison can get people really worked up here. Uh, When we start saying no, 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 Uh, sex reassignment surgery is genital mutilation, and it's got to be stopped. It's criminal. It's evil. It's child abuse. And then uh, we talk about female genital genital mutilation, MGM, uh, or we start talking about male, right? Uh, Then they say, well, wait a minute now. You Christians have been circumcising people forever and mutilating the genitals. Yeah, the comparison can get people really worked out. Look, if you circumcise your boy, you're cutting off part of his penis there. Is that, uh, you know, all right, hang tight. Let's talk about it a little more. I know it's a very unsavory subject, ladies and gentlemen. But if you can't dig it in the culture war, you certainly can't win. Hang tight. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live hard-hitting talk show. I'm James Harrigan, Senior Editor at the American Institute for Economic Research. I'm also the Friedrich Hayek Distinguished Fellow at FEE, the Foundation for Economic Education, and I'm the co-host of the Words and Numbers podcast. I'm pretty busy most of the time, but whenever I get a free day or two, I like to travel around the country to talk to young people wherever I find them. And that's where my friends at Loving Liberty come in. They have asked me to come to Liberty Hall in Far West to talk about some things I love talking about. The Knowledge Problem and Human Flourishing. We'll be live at 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. 
These two lectures are free for students, their families, and their teachers. So just about everyone, really. And while the event is free, you do have to register to attend. So head over to lovingliberty.net to grab a seat before they're all gone. This event is kindly co-sponsored by Loving Liberty Incorporated and the Foundation for Economic Education. See you in Utah, Friday, April 22nd. I look forward to meeting all of you. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. We're talking about FGM and MGM, female genital mutilation or male genital mutilation. And uh, there's debates on how different or similar they are. Are there common ground? They say we can agree that FGM and MGM are different in several ways. Number one, FGM is performed on the female genitalia, whereas MGM is performed on the male genitalia. Now, I agree with that, ladies and gentlemen, but the question uh, strangely becomes, <laughs> how do you cope with this discussion? Uh, because if we're going to agree they're different by saying um, one's male anatomy, the other's female anatomy, are we agreeing that there's male and female? <laughs> I mean, it's it just gets crazy the more we discuss it. They say, um, you know, hey... FGM is illegal in America. You can't mutilate a female's genitals. But you certainly can the male's genitals, right? FGM is usually only practiced within Islam culture. Whereas MGM is practiced in Islam, Judaism, and with American Christians. When FGM, that's female genital mutilation, is discussed... One of the most severe forms is often discussed. When MGM is discussed, one of the least, quote, severe forms is discussed. However, from there, it can be argued that they're both similar or similar. Both are done because of tradition in most cases and in many places, either a family tradition or a religious tradition. Members of both community or all communities uh, have promoted their agenda for or against in all cases for their own personal agenda reasons. Both of them are performed on children who do not have a say in what is happening 
or understand the consequence. They're old enough to feel the pain, but not old enough to decide uh, and or to uh, not remember it. Both are justified as practices that have been successfully performed for a millennia and beyond. Both violate basic human rights, ethics, as well as both are conducted on unconsenting minors. Many people who have had the procedure done to them experience side effects at different stages of their lives. People who speak up against the practice in areas where it's common are often ignored and or ridiculed. Can you see why some people are upset between the deficit, the difference between FGM and MGM? Frankly, MGM is a deeply ingrained practice in the United States. Yeah, about 50% of the boys born are circumcised shortly after birth. And 70% of polled Americans still see the surgery as, quote, favorable. Yeah, they say the benefits outweigh the risks. What were those benefits, you might ask? They say, well, they're cultural benefits, not really medical benefits. That's according to the federal fact sheet on um, mutilation. But it's against the law to perform FGM on a girl under the age of 18 or an effort to send her outside of the United States so they can perform FBM. The law is punishable by up to five years in prison and fines or both. There's no exception for FBM. Yeah, anytime you use the cutting to change the anatomy of a girl under 18, it's prohibited under U.S. law. But now you got to wonder, how does this work? How does this work now? Because you're having these girls do these gender transitional or what they call gender reaffirming. See, I won't, I won't even accept that term. These gender mutilative surgeries. They're doing this. If female circumcision was as widespread as male circumcision, how do you think mainstream women's organizations would respond? That's kind of an interesting question, isn't it? Oftentimes, this is not motivated by medical necessity. It's popular culture and or religion driving either manipulation, right? Okay, we're taught in God's image, both men and women. But hey, they want you to believe in God-ordained circumcision. But then, hey, hey, Jesus Christ was freed us on the cross to uh, fulfill the law, right? Why are Christians still practicing circumcision in the United States then? Why is the world even talking about this, ladies and gentlemen? Where do we go from here? Huh? This is a serious discussion. Why? Because... Are we going to agree that it's mutilation and abuse? Okay. Um, are we going to say, no, it's not, it's fine? Are we going to say, well, certain circumcisions for certain legal reasons and or uh, Christian and or family um, 
practices are ble- that's fine, but other ones are not fine. See how do you how do we deal with this legally and morally in America? Legally, right now, male uh, genital mutilation is fine. Circumcision is set for the Christians. Believe in that, don't you know? But female is not fine. Well, wait a minute. Female is not fine unless you're doing a sex change surgery. Then it's all good in either case. And how dare you question the science? How dare you say it's child abuse? And we've got to change the law for this. See, where are we going to go as a society on this? Are we going to stick with the Christian view? Are we going to stick with the, hey, anytime you mutilate someone's sex organs, you're, you know, a criminal? Is sex reassignment surgery genital mutilation is the question? You can say, Sam, how do you get off on these topics? It's easy. They bring up all these perverted stuff, okay? You literally have Disney helping people with sex change surgery, not only employees, but their children too. Funded by Disney. Then you got New Jersey literally to prepare to teach your little children in government school funded by tax dollars to promote this gender, I don't know if you call it euphoria, this gender, they say identity, but dishonesty, it's not identity at all. Okay? They call it affirmation surgery. Gender identity. See, they use all these terms to normalize this satanic agenda well then you got to ask yourselves that the alabama legislature is going to criminalize sex change treatments calling it a class c felony for 10 years in jail right then you got to ask yourself where do we go when they're 10 years in prison for medical practitioners who do this is alabama right is new jersey right uh where do we go well, I'm not even asking these questions because I don't know the answers. I'm asking these questions because this is what we have to societally discuss and deal with. What's going to happen is the majority of Americans, the OCs, what do you call those, original Christians? The OCs are going to be like, hey, uh, obviously this is criminal and obviously we're against it. Ho-hum, go back to bread and circus. The perversion agendas backed by Disney and, and big companies and governments, they're, they're going to promote this and normalize this to the point where the Christians will be backed into a corner. Is sex reassignment surgery genital mutilation? I say the answer is a resounding yes. FGM is performed on the female genitalia, and MGM is performed on the male genitalia. That's how it works, right? So there's a difference, I get it, because there's a difference in male and female. But if female circumcision were as widespread as male circumcision, would the women be up in arms? How do you think mainstream women's organizations would respond to this? Huh? That's a real fair question. Um, FGM and MGM, are they similar? I think in a lot of ways they are similar. I get that they're different because it's male and female, right? Right? I think they're different and I think they're similar. 
They're different in that, yes, yeah, male and female mutilation. They're similar because, you know what? Where do we draw the lines? All the perverted transgender folks that say the Christians are the ones that are as guilty as anybody else. How do we ferret this out, folks? Liberty Roundtable Live. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. As Russia's unprovoked war on Ukraine continues and Ukraine's president is calling a missile strike on a train station in Ukraine a war crime, Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby says the United States is doing what they can to help Ukraine. We want to see them win. Um, And that's why we are committing so much energy and security assistance uh, to that country and will continue to do that. This as thousands of people are still pouring out of Ukraine every day. Ukraine's deputy prime minister saying on Friday that over 6,600 people evacuated through humanitarian corridors on Friday alone. Senate lawmakers are calling for a hearing on the Biden administration's plan to lift Title 42 in May. The plan to lift the border restrictions drawing condemnation from both sides of the aisle. You're listening to USA Radio News. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Call 800-631-9123. 800-631-9123. That's 800-631-9123. Think of everything you do to provide for your family. A home, food on the table, health care, vacations, and saving for your kids' education. It's all good as long as you're alive. But it's only a drop in the bucket of what they'll need if you die without life insurance. Buying term life insurance is not something you can afford to put off. Call the Term Lifeline now for the lowest possible rates on quality term life insurance. Term life rates are at all-time lows, and we can save you up to 70%. If you already have coverage, you could be paying too much. One call. Mexico has replaced China as a dominant source of the deadly opioid fentanyl, which is flooding across into the United States. And since the People's Republic of China scheduled fentanyl-related substances, U.S. law enforcement now assesses most fentanyl seized in the United States is manufactured in Mexico. That's State Department Assistant Secretary James Walsh. He told a congressional panel that it will take work on both sides of the border to stop the flow. DEA agents seized 3 million counterfeit prescription pills last year. That's three times more than in 2020. The White House says President Biden could get COVID as the number of cases rise in Washington, D.C. Press Secretary Jen Psaki saying the president follows strict COVID protocols, including regular testing. This comes on the heels of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi testing positive for COVID after being at the White House on Tuesday. You're listening to USA Radio News. All right, ladies and gentlemen, call me a conspiracy nut. Call me what you choose, but write this down. I'm going to go off on something that I really want you to connect the dots on. The problem is we don't have a lot of dots to connect. 
But there is circumstantial coincidental <laughs> uh, poignant information that you might consider. Some would call it evidence. Some would call it conspiracy theory. But follow the logic. So they're into this transgender whacked out stuff to the point where, I mean, it is psychotic. And they literally want to mutilate your genitals. They literally want to try to make a man have woman plumbing. I'm trying to be as family-friendly as I can, right? And vice versa. And you go, why on earth do we want the men to be women and the women to be men? Why don't we just want the men to be men and the women to be women? That's how God ordained it, right? Right. Well, so let me kind of articulate it this way. They're also fascinated at the same time with vaccinations. I mean, they are hell-bent to get you and I vaccinated. Why? Why are they so on vaccination? Why are they so on getting involved in your blood, your DNA, your whatever? Well, the next headline says this. Genetically engineered mosquitoes released into California. What could go wrong is the question mark on the headline. <laughs> oh, wow. Just getting started here, right, ladies and gentlemen? Where does this go? What could go wrong, you ask? That is the question, right? How do you deal with this? What happens when we have genetically modified mosquitoes? Genetically engineered mosquitoes. Okay, these genetically engineered mosquitoes, ladies and gentlemen, you will say to me, Sam, this isn't related to what you were talking about before. Wait a minute. Before you were talking about gender mutilating surgery. Or, I'm sorry, genital mutilating surgery. And the difference between genders and now you're talking about mosquitoes? Ladies and gentlemen, the genetically modified mosquitoes program is literally with the CDC. Did you know that? Yeah. They say GM mosquitoes produced in the laboratory lay eggs. These eggs carry... The self-limiting and fluorescent marker genes. Uh, do you understand what we just said? Uh-huh. Yeah, the CDC is documenting this, ladies and gentlemen. And what you've got is genetically modified mosquitoes being released around the country. They were released in Florida. They were released now in California. All right. But genetically modified mosquitoes, folks, this is the CDC with this information. And so you go, what? Yeah, genetically modified mosquitoes, the CDC, okay? Oh, weren't they the people that wanted to give us the jab? Yeah, they were. <laughs> They call them irradiated mosquitoes. 
genetically modified GM mosquitoes. Now, here's what they say. They say the problem is that these mosquitoes spread viruses and disease, right? Well, that's why we got to work on the genetically modified kind because mosquitoes spread disease. And so that's why we got to work in this field and work on this. And Right? Now, they say these mosquitoes can be genetically modified and they can be used to control other mosquito populations. Okay, I'm kind of stupid, ladies and gentlemen, but um, if they're going to control other mosquitoes and the mosquito population, you think they might eventually use the technology to control humans and the human population, or is that just a dumb idea? Well, it's a dumb idea, Sam. They'd never do that. No, they certainly would not. Go get your vaccination, though, that's not really been tested, not tried and true, a.k.a. COVID, that's absolutely upended our society and jettisoned all your rights. They say authorization allows local mosquito programs to see how well the genetically modified mosquitoes are working with the uh, regular mosquito population there. How GM mosquitoes are produced and used to control their A.E. Egypti mosquitoes. Uh, so the CDC is going to tell me how, right? Okay. But I look at this, and the more you read, the more scary it gets. Did you know that only white, uh, I'm sorry, only female mosquitoes bite? They need a blood meal so they can produce eggs. Male mosquitoes don't bite. They feed on nectar from flowers. So GM mosquitoes are mass produced in a laboratory to carry two types of genes. A self-limiting gene that prevents female mosquito offspring from surviving to adulthood. Then a fluorescent marker gene that glows under a special red light that allows researchers to identify GM modified mosquitoes in the wild. So the GM mosquitoes produced in the laboratory lay eggs. These eggs have two genes, the self-limiting gene and the fluorescent marker genes. Then they release these mosquitoes into an area. Then they use the marker gene to kind of keep tabs on what's happening, right? Now, uh, they say these men genes are then available, or these men mosquitoes are available to mate with the females in the wild. The genes are then passed on to the offspring, right? The female offspring die before they become adults. The expected result is that the number of mosquitoes naturally existing in an area will decrease. You kill the females and they can't have any more eggs and therefore there's no more 
babies, right? So then they go on and say GM mosquitoes have been successfully used in India to control this. And they're doing it now in America. They say GM mosquitoes do not pose a risk to humans, people, or animals in the environment. They say, hey, we can use these for disease outbreak control as well. Now, the EPA regulates the use of GM mosquitoes in the United States. Did you know that? It's regulated by the EPA. Now, you have to have an experimental use permit. Do you hear me, ladies and gentlemen? You've got to have an experimental use permit. (laughs) In the United States, the use of GM mosquitoes is released, I mean, it's controlled by the EPA. And uh, so now you got to have this experimental permission by the EPA to even do this, according to the CDC. So CDC.gov regulates this. Now, here's what I find fascinating, folks. You ready? The CDC is involved in these vaccinations that are experimental. The CDC is involved in the experimental programs along with the EPA. They both have to grant experimental programs to allow the testing on humans with vaccines and the testing relating to genetically modified mosquitoes. Now, they say it's for population control of mosquitoes, right? Don't worry. It won't harm humans at all. Anybody who thinks that's crazy. Shall I connect more dots for you in seconds on your radio? You got it. This is the one and only think tank known as Liberty Roundtable Live. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. The award-winning quarterly, devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas, like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth. 
to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at FreedomFactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. FreedomFactor.org I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Ladies and gentlemen, it's hard to understand this stuff, but I'm trying to connect the dots for you, so let me get this straight. In the United States, ladies and gentlemen, the use of genetically modified mosquitoes is regulated by the EPA prior to release of GM mosquitoes in an area. The EPA must grant an experimental use permit. <laughs> what do you think of that, folks? You comfortable with this? Well, the, F- the CDC is the one that has all this on their website. So how do the CDC and the uh, EPA work on this? I don't know. But I will tell you this. They say that you got to have the two genes, GM mosquitoes produced in the lab, lay eggs. These eggs, or eggs, if you will, carry the self-limiting and the fluorescent marker genes. Now, the fluorescent marker is only so they can trace them. But, folks... When they have self-limiting genes, they say the goal is to restrict or reduce the population. Look, the males, uh, all they do is sip nectar and then mate with the females. The females are the ones that bite and spread disease, don't you know? They're also the ones that lay the eggs and have the babies. So these self-limiting genes put into the mosquitoes, right? Um, They manipulate the male. And then eventually the male puts self-limiting genes into the female egg. And then, hey, we start killing off the females. And now you have less disease spreading because the females are biting less. And uh, etc. They say it's great. But I got a question for you uh, that ties this together. Not only is the CDC and the EPA tied together in this, in that they both have to have governmental experimental approval mandates, if you will. Permission, if you will, to experiment on mosquitoes and on people. Think about that. And all this information is at the CDC. Do you trust any of them? Well, now you say we're going to limit the population of the female mosquito. Isn't that what the communist nation of China did with their one-child policy? Let me understand this. I'm not very intelligent. People help me with this. But the China one-child policy... Right? Um, literally uh, would kill and or reject the females, right? Get rid of the female. And now in the mosquito population control programs, they want to get rid of the female. Right? China's one-child policy, what was it? Yeah, it started in 1980, China's one-child policy. 
it was strictly enforced with punishments for violators with fines and often forced abortions. But really, it turns out to be female infanticide in China, right? Okay. As child as the one child policy relaxes in China, girl children no longer stigmatized. The value of women in China, they say, has actually been increasing as a consequence of them killing their females for so long. Now, so let me get this right. They're killing off the females of the mosquito experiments. And the genetically modified female experience. And now we're doing the same thing in mosquitoes that China did with their one-child policy. Right? How do we deal with this? Is there a similarity? The history of the female infanticide in Asia. And then you compare that to the history of murdering mosquito females. Now you say, Sam, those aren't really linked, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, they are. You bet they are, folks. Right? The history of female infanticide. 200 million girls killed in the communist nation of China. Where are the feminists? Life News. Doing a great job on that. That article right how do we say there's not a link here there is so they're both doing experiments the mosquito experiments and the human experiments they're both trying to get rid of the females in population control reality we've always taught that the hand that rocks the cradle rules the nation they know that all you got to do is get rid of the females the males will have nobody to mate with and they won't have a desire to look towards coming home every night to a good, loving woman. They'll want to go on the war trail because there's no loving woman to have. There's no family to make. And isn't it interesting that we've got this abortion agenda around the world where they literally have one-child policies in China where they murdered over 200 million girls, and now we're going to go ahead and get rid of the female mosquito population there? Because don't you know, Don't you know, uh, if we don't get rid of all those uh, mosquitoes, everybody will die. Now, I'm not telling you that I love mosquitoes, but I'm telling you, if you don't believe scientifically, there is a relationship between this research uh, and this agenda and this experimentation going on between the mosquito populations, the genetically modified. How long will it be until they say what we need is genetically modified human males? When they go ahead and mate with the female there, we won't have the female women grow up to full adulthood there. Am I crazy? Am I into whacked out conspiracy theory? Or do you see a scientific parallel that's undeniable? The CDC, the EPA involved in all this. Now the EPA and the CDC are the ones rolling out. Sam, you better take a vaccine. You have to. Uh, businesses, you'll be forced by the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, to ensure that everybody's vaccinated. 
the CDC and the EPA have become weaponized partners in experimental crime against mosquitoes and humans. Where will they go with this, ladies and gentlemen? Huh? Where is this going to go? I'm pausing for effect a little bit. I want you to think for a minute. This is a thinking broadcast, not just I talk and you laugh and <laughs> and listen. The CDC and the EPA have been weaponized against the American people, ladies and gentlemen. The goal is to transform America. Right? The CDC and EPA have been weaponized against Americans. And the goal, folks, what is the goal? The goal is to destroy America. Right? Think about it. When they do this, these experiments, and it's so eerie, they in China for decades tried to say, let's get rid of the women, the girls. Don't need them. All they'll do is grow up and try to make babies. And then we realized how satanic and evil and wrong-headed that policy was. Right? Okay? But when you look at this, you go, it's do- being done to the mosquitoes. It's being done to humans. The same stuff has been going on, right? And I'm convinced there's a link. The CDC and the EPA have been weaponized against Americans. Why? To transform America. Right? I don't know that we can come to any other conclusion. And we have got to get a handle on this and stop this infanticide of babies, of humans. Uh, And these mosquito uh, experiments, you could say, are unrelated if you choose, but I find it fascinating. They both got to get permission to experiment. They both are eliminating the females by modifying genes. So now you say, well, what does that have to do with vaccinations, Sam? Come on now. You know that Bill Gates is the vaccination god, right? Not literally I mock, but I highlight how they view it. You got Fauci and you got Bill Gates. Are they now working with, look, the vaccination gets into your blood. The mosquito gets into your blood. The mosquitoes spread the viruses. The vaccines supposedly stop the viruses. Do they have an epic gene therapy weaponized genes against us? Are we going to find out at the end of these vaccination programs, these mosquito whatever programs and all this experimentation, are we at the end going to find out the men that are impregnating the women? are? mm, They've got modified genes now. We don't know this. I don't have facts tied to this. But even if the current COVID vaccinations do not have this kind of, quote, gene manipulation in it, We know that's where they're going, folks. The genetically modified or GM mosquitoes have two unique genes. 
two types of genes, the self-limiting and the marker gene. Now, aren't they with abortion and with COVID and with weaponized COVID and the weaponized vaccine eliminating humans right now? Haven't they been murdering the girls for decades in the communist nations? Are we on a communist trajectory now to reduce the human population under Bill Gates and others who already have population programs everywhere? And how does that relate? Are they going to modify our genes? Are they going to say willingly you don't have to have children, you can just modify your genes? A man, you think you um, need, well, let's just give you this vaccine. It'll then modify your genes. Might it be to promote the gay and lesbianism and the bisexual and transgender? Gender bender genes, if you will. Oh, they've been debunked, they say. Uh-huh. Do you believe the eugenicists, the Margaret Sangers and the Planned Parenthoods around the world that have done it for racial discrimination and abuse for decades and now they get caught and they're like, oh, we're sorry. But you put this vaccination, this experiments, these mosquitoes, uh, the reduction of the mosquito female population, them doing that in the human population as well. And now you put the CDC and the EPA together and you go, wow, they're all experimenting on us. Do you think they'll eventually have humanoids with modified genes? And where are we going with this? Oh, Sam, you're just into a whacked out conspiracy theory, buddy. You're off your rocker crazy. How dare you make such assertions without evidence? You ready for what's going to happen in 20 years, ladies and gentlemen? They're going to come back with all kind of evidence and say that whacked out conspiracy was fact. They're so sorry. A slap on the wrist ought to solve it. They'll never do it again. They'll change your government agencies to reform. And they got it all solved, right? Is that the narrative we've seen so many times in these false flag operations it's not even funny? Well, I'm setting the stage for greater discussion on these topics because I'm telling you, there's evidence that'll shock you. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. I am Sam Bushman. God save us. And God save the republic.